Welcome to episode two of the Dog Pound Podcast. I'm Jay Herman, back here with Ethan S. Miller. That was the Survivor theme you just heard to open the show. And both the boys and the girls varsity basketball teams were able to survive and advance this week in their respective playoff brackets. And as expected, and as Ethan predicted, Churchill moving on to face Whitman in the next round. Today we're going to be recapping that 65-47 win from Friday night against Walter Johnson for the Bulldogs. And that win was extremely impressive, Jake. I While my prediction of 66-52 was really close, the way that Churchill performed was completely unexpected to me. They really followed all the keys to the game that we had, but they had a couple guys that really came in and performed and did and really had some of their best performance of the season, particularly Ryan Leonard, who stepped up off the bench and had 12 points. He was attacking closeouts. He was hitting his threes. He had a he had a crazy four-point play in the middle of the game that really boosted Churchill. All, all Just overall, Churchill had a great game, Jake, and I was really impressed with this Bulldogs team. Yeah, we'll talk about key players, moments that mattered, things that swung the game. That's all coming up here on Dog Pound Podcast. All right, so this game was very close in the first quarter, really the entire first half. At the end of the first quarter, Churchill was up 15-10. to 10. Um, Ethan, I looked at you and told you I had a bit of a bad feeling about it, actually. They are making me a little bit nervous there at the beginning. Yeah, but the way that Churchill came out and responded, I think the first possession was a really good um, key, and it, was, it, it did a great job of showing how the game was going to go. Um, in the in the first possession, Jared had the ball and he missed a basket. He missed he missed a shot, but he actually came back. He had two offensive rebounds and then had a putback. And Churchill attacked the offensive boards all game long. Whether it was Jared Robinson or Reed Machete, their guards and their forwards, every single person was attacking that offensive glass. And that's a key reason why, even though they were struggling a little bit from from. From the floor, they they were still able to come out with a lead. Yeah, the, the shooting almost seemed to abandon Churchill for a little bit in the first half. There was a stretch the first first three and a half four minutes ish of the second quarter. Uh, Churchill didn't get a single shot to go down. Um, but I think the thing that never wavered and the thing that that really kept Churchill in the driver's seat throughout this game was the defense. Um, they played they played very disciplined defense in the half court where we thought WJ would be able to have more success. They did have more success there than they did in transition, but Churchill did a very good job overall on defense. When it got to be a little bit faster pace, we saw where the Churchill um, tenaciousness on D really paid off with 12 steals. Um, in comparison, Walter Johnson had just one steal. So as we suspected, the transition style of play really helped Churchill out. Yeah, throughout the year, this this transition offense has been bread and butter, and the only way that Churchill was going to be able to get out and run and change the the tempo and make the tempo the way that they wanted compared to Walter Johnson who wanted a slower half-court game was getting out and playing great aggressive defense and that's really what the Bulldogs did it was it was a great adjustment by coach Robert Bean who started mixing up his defenses in the second quarter he played zone for a possession or two and then went back to man and then he came out with with a pressure defense and started trapping, and that's what that's where the game changed. It's not something that Churchill has really done all year, 
but clearly it's something that they've done in practice and it shows the the preparation to be able to go and implement something that they haven't really been doing in the in the regular season it shows just how well coached this team is and it really shows the intensity that they were able to play with getting the steals as you said Jake and going out in transition and finishing whether it was at the rim or it was at the three-point line. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was really important because one of my main worries about this team going into this game is that they live by the three and they die by the three. Um, Churchill shot just five for 23 from the three-point line in this game, which is well below what they usually do. If you had just showed me that stat before the game, told me that they were going to shoot five of 23 from the arc, I would have said they were going to lose. But they, they were able to prove me wrong today by getting those steals in transition, getting those fast break points, and that was really what got the job done for him. All right, so let's talk about moments that mattered, key things that defined this game and really swung it in Churchill's direction. The first one, in my opinion, came in the second quarter towards the end of the first half. Churchill up by four, I think it was at the time. Ryan Leonard hits a four-point play really putting the game to a three-possession game at halftime instead of a two-possession game, and really put some distance between some two teams that were really close for the entire first half. Ethan, what are your thoughts on that play? And that play was huge. We talked about in our in our other podcast how they really needed some guys on the bench to step up, and today it was Ryan Leonard. He was fantastic from the three-point line, specifically on that play. He got fouled, um, obviously, but... The way that he was able to keep his stroke consistent while getting fouled was really impressive. And the way that he was able to come in the game, not not really getting any experience before that, and come out and make an immediate impact was extremely impressive to me. Yeah, so another interesting thing, and this will this will lead us into another moment, is that the, these quarters, Churchill sort of steadily build it on their lead every quarter in this game. They won the first quarter 15-10, second quarter 14-11, Third quarter, 12-7. The fourth quarter took on a totally different feel. I think it was it was 24-19 Churchill was the final of that quarter. The game was much more fast-paced. Both teams were getting shots to go on each end. But the plays, I think, that really that really set this game, the plays, I, I said to Ethan after these plays, like, this game is over. And that was when Churchill had back-to-back and ones with just a few minutes left in the game. Reed Machete and Ryan Leonard going back-to-back, driving to the basket, getting fouled, and getting the tough finish. And that really cemented just how Churchill won this game. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Jake. The way that Churchill was able to attack closeouts, they were they were they their three point percentage wasn't fantastic, but they still were a threat from the three point line, and they have a reputation of being a fantastic three point shooting team. So the way that Churchill was able to attack closeouts and attack guys that were flashing at them and really get to the rim was huge. They were they outmuscled this this extremely physical Walter Johnson team, and they got these and ones that was able to completely put away the game for Churchill and force Walter Johnson into shooting some really contested threes and playing into their fast paced game that Churchill liked. Yeah, and three point shooting is not Walter Johnson's game. Really hasn't been all year, as we said in the preview podcast. Three of sixteen is what the Wildcats shot from the three point line, and I would venture to say that was what did them in. So also from the 
start of this game, we saw Walter Johnson throw a few lineup wrinkles in at Churchill. They started Michael Joseph at guard instead of Chris Carlisle, Cole Kinsella, a couple of guards that they usually play a lot. And all three of them played, but the Churchill defense was really able to limit the production of all three of them, uh, limiting Joseph and Roll to one and two points, respectively. I mean, you can't say enough about how great the Churchill defense was in this game. Yeah, the, the defense was huge. They were able to force... Um, a bunch of different guys on WJ into taking shots that they're not really used to. They're not really comfortable with. Specifically, Hank Roll. Um, he was shooting a lot more from the perimeter, and his game is really attacking the rim and attacking the basket. So, um, credit guys like Reed Machete and Ryan Leonard, who were out there for most of the game, playing aggressive, physical defense without fouling but also forcing these these WJ players that have been huge throughout the year that have really propelled them to some of their key wins and forcing them to play more from the perimeter. WJ's game is to play through their big man in Hank Roll, in Matt Kalashaw, and Churchill was able to force them to shoot more threes than they're used to, 16 threes, which is something that they definitely don't do on a game-to-game -game basis. And having them play from the perimeter compared to inside is really what did yeah. WJ and you can't say enough about guys like Michael Schultz, Michael Janis, who maybe don't get on the score sheet as much as the rest of the team, but really came up big on defense today. Specifically, Schultz, who came up with three steals, as well as Michael Janis, who came up with two steals in this game. And uh, Reed Machete inside, coming up with two blocks on Matt Kalashaw. So those things are really the little things that lead Churchill to victory in this game. Right, so let's talk real quick about players of the game for Churchill. For me, it's Jared Robinson. You look at Jared, you said from the beginning he set the tone for Churchill with those two offensive boards on the first play of the game. Shot a very efficient 4 of 6 from the field today, ending up with 14 points and getting it done in all phases of the game for the Bulldogs. What about you? Um, my player of the game was Ryan Leonard, a guard who throughout the year has struggled with injuries, but he came into this game, and he was huge. Um, he was hot immediately. He came in. He had a bunch of huge plays. He had that four-point play. He was attacking closeouts. He was getting steals. He was playing aggressive, and he was huge off the bench. This Churchill team needs one or two players off the bench who can contribute and who can play huge minutes, and Leonard and Leonard gave that to um, to this team in spades. He was he was huge on offense and de and defense. Both, both sides of the game, and he was my player of the game. All right, thanks for listening to Episode 2 of the Dog Pound Podcast. We'll be right back here with previews of both the boys' and girls' upcoming playoff matchups, including the boys' game against Whitman on Tuesday night. Thanks for listening. See you next time.